0: I don't really want to be a sales pitch for Zappa <laughs> um, I, you know I'm not making a a, a promotional movie I, I'm making a movie about a about a guy, whether you like his music or not yeah right? um, so you know the story that I'm interested in telling um, is uh, you know I'm sure the family would love it if I was my movie was about like go out and buy his records you know <laughs> in mass amounts mm-hmm. um, but that's that's absolutely not what i'm doing and and the reason. I wanted to make the movie is because, you know, I've just finished these two docs back to back on these very conflicting, provocative uh, characters, you know, Sean Fanning from Napster and Ross Ulbricht from The Silk Road, and who were these very uh, specifically 21st century idealistic renegades. And to me, Zappa is one of the great unsung end-of-the-twentieth-century idealistic renegades, mm. um, and that's really the way in for me. And, uh, you know, to me, he, he, there's just a lot more to him than music, and, um, and that's really, you know, the, the story I'm telling is, is of the guy, you know, not of the band and not of the music. Um, the music will be in there, but so will... The filmmaking, and so will the politics, and so will the you know the other artistic endeavors that he had, his classical composition, uh, his family, you know his his battle with the with this u s Senate, and you know other being blacklisted, and then just being a man of those times, you know um, and uh, and such a a kind of a vital uh, uh, unique. And, and certainly, a very passionate man of those times that 's really my my interest. Um, people may you know the short answer is you may watch the movie and still not
1: know what to do with the music. <laughs> it's a, I mean, do, you know do you feel like getting getting that sort of more uh, three dimensional view of him though will will help people figure it out a little bit better i mean that 's always that 's been i guess one of the issues with me and and the music is not only the kind of, you know, the sheer breadth of it and, and, and where to, where to actually start, but um, probably not really having the right, the right context for it, for it as well.
0: It's possible, you know, I don't, I don't really know. Um, You know, it's, uh, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I know that, that, you know, not that I would ever try to speak for Zappa, but just from what I know of him, I think he would hope that people wouldn't need any human biographical context because he viewed music as such a pure hit you in the gut and the spirit sort of thing. Um, but I will say that that what could happen is, you know, maybe maybe context helps and maybe just just reintroduction helps. You know what I mean? Because for a lot of people, um, uh, who were around, you know, when he was making his hits and sort of in his heyday um, that weren't into it at that time may benefit from being reintroduced to it 25 years later, you know. Um, I think for younger people, uh, the movie may serve as an introduction to someone that then leads them to the music, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I'm really not being, being, you know, cheeky when I say that the music is really not my motivator and I really don't want to make a music doc and I don't particularly like them. Um, I find them kind of promotional and, and saccharine. Um, there's very few that sort of work as films unto themselves. Um, you know, give me shelter, don't look back. I like those a lot, um, but it's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I really don't want to make a music doc, and I don't even really want to make a biopic. I really want to make a, a, a kind of a three-act movie, uh, sort of an epic story of this American, you know, latter 20th century American uh, creator and, and thinker and dad. Um, but I do find it interesting, you know, that, that his music is divisive. You know, I don't, I don't shy away from that. I think that's part of what makes it interesting. And, um, and I'm with you in a way, probably not to to as far over as you are, (laughs) but, but, you know, similar, like I didn't grow up as a, a, a Zappa fanatic, you know? Um, and I, I grew up, um, I came to him later, you know, musically, I always loved him as a person, you know, he was one of those people like Lenny Bruce or George Carlin, that just had a big impact on me when I was younger because of his, his wit, his, his articulate and entertaining way of framing the times which were really difficult and challenging and painful. Um, and so I was really attracted to that and uh, I got into the music much later. I got into the music really after he died. Um, So, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't at all dismiss what you're saying. I'm just saying, I'm not sure if my film will be the antidote to that, Um, (laughs) but it may, I don't
1: know, you know. So, so, you know, I guess, I I guess the question then is, is, you know, what, what, what is it that he did on the social side of things? You know, I've, I've seen, I've seen some of the, the debates that he, he had with like, you know, Buckley people, people like that, but, you know, given the fact that, that a lot of the work he was doing was, you know, around sort of like the '60s and the '70s, when, uh, you know, there there were any any number of of people fighting for, you know, civil rights and, and all sorts of social justices. What what why why did why did you focus in on him?
0: There's really no no giant pop cultural figure uh, from that world that had all of the things he had in one package. And that's what makes him, to me, such a great focus uh, for a film. You know, sure, it it would make sense that Gore Vidal and Buckley would go head-to-head, but Zappa? You know, Zappa was part of a community of, of very... And I would say to this day, most rock and roll or pop culture figures... Are determinedly um, nonspecific about their ideals and their values, much less their politics, just their straight up values. Like, you know, the, the courage and the articulate, uh, his ability to articulate his values in an entertaining and galvanizing way is really, really unique. And what I like about him was that because he was in the center of a commercial industry. His rebellion against that commerciality has so much more resonance to me than someone who sits outside it and critiques it and has no, uh, you know, no, nothing to, no skin in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I always find that really much more compelling. Like that's the issue I've had with tech. You know, it's been much easier for people outside Silicon Valley yeah. to throw rocks at the innovators within Silicon Valley. They have no skin in the game. And, you know, it's, to me, it's much more courageous for somebody who's inside these systems to critique these systems, whose very livelihood depends on these systems. And um, so there, there's great contradictions there. There's courage there. There's paradox there. There's probably internal conflict and duality there. And, and, and that's probably what I'm always most compelled by, story-wise, is... You know, I don't like partisan stories because they're it's shooting fish in a barrel. Hmm. You know, um, I like a story where somebody may be may have internal conflict and and an internal paradox and not make sense on paper. That's just more interesting.
1: <laughs> you, you, you 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 mentioned the 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 two documentaries you had had been uh, working on last, and that it it seems like you see the, those figures as being in a way kind of spiritual successors to what. Zappa did, but do, do, you, do you think he's gotten the, the recognition that he deserves on that front? Well, I mean, the beauty about Zappa is I don't know if he would care.
0: Like, <laughs> I really don't, you know? I mean, there's great interviews with him that are very in-depth where he talks about, if you look at his music, his music, he, he was a guy, he was the type of musician, almost more like a classical or jazz musician than a rock musician, who lived in the moment. Like, the music is absolutely about locking you to the moment and you know the great thing about music is you can connect to that at any time it sort of lives on but for him you know he was so performative and theatrical and so much about a direct engagement with an audience often a live audience um that you know I get the impression that he lived for the moment and when it was over it was over um you know i think that's worth plumbing with the film too it's like at what point does someone actually worry about their legacy or or you know while they may say that do they have internal pain around the possibility that they may just sort of wash away like a sandcastle you know um i think that's all worth examining for sure i mean i think that stuff is really interesting those questions are interesting um and then there are those of us that think there's value in telling Zappa's story, um, you know, because there are so few people who really know the whole full rounded story and it's a good story. Um, you know, so I'd say as a, as an outsider, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to be happy to introduce Zappa's story to more people for sure. You know, I don't necessarily share his perspective on that kind of thing. I just know that he was very vocal about that the way a lot of jazz musicians, like, you know, you listen to Miles Davis talk about art and how it needs to really just evaporate after it's been, you know, and Zap was very much of that club, Um, and he had a huge amount of respect for Coltrane and and Davis, and um, so, you know, but I'm not that guy, so, (laughs) you know, I make documentaries, like, I'm probably the opposite of that, right, so... Um, so sure, for me, I absolutely you know feel like it's a great story, you know, and I've got kids, and and you know some of them have heard of him and really dig him, and um, and find him to be this really fascinating character. So, you know, for more people to be exposed to that, I think would be a good thing.
1: I, I guess this hadn't really occurred to me, but you know, it, it certainly makes sense with regards to Zappa, and when when you think about musicians in general, you know, especially pop musicians, most of them have something to prove right i mean that's why a lot of them get into the 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 business but if you don't i guess if you don't have anything to prove you you kind of don't have anything to lose you know by uh w- with regards to saying controversial things and saying things that would would offend both potentially you know the fan base and you know even more importantly to a lot of people the kind of the corporate powers that be
0: Yeah, I I think that, that, you know, one of the things I love about Zappa was a similarity that he had to Dylan, where he really genuinely, genuinely, not the lip service bullshit that most of the rock artists put forward, but he genuinely did not want to be put in a box. He did not want to be labeled with the San Francisco music movement that was giving rise to Fillmore movement. You know he was was very vocally contemptuous of the hippie movement. he thought it was shallow and and uh and you know uh, transient um, He was suspicious of government authority um, but again wouldn't throw in with the with the the full blown uh radical uh progressive response to government authority and malfeasance. I mean, musically, he did not want to be viewed as a rock and roller, he wasn't accepted or even trying to get into the jazz club, he certainly wasn't accepted into the classical composition club, even though, in my mind, that's probably where he fit the most in many ways, Um, I think he's closer to a Varese or to other sort of -of turn-of-the-century composers than he is to almost anybody else, but... You know, regardless, that's just me. It's irrelevant. And certainly not, he wasn't banging on those doors. He wasn't trying to play Carnegie Hall. So, you know, he was just, he was very, I think, genuinely and sincerely his own
1: animal. Do do, do you feel that toward the end of his life or at any point that music ended up taking a back seat to these things you're talking about no no never
0: the guy this is a guy who was in his studio was in his house mm-hmm. and he literally made music every single day music was was for sure by far the forefront of his existence this was someone who was composing i mean they just released an album of his that he you know, that they just released posthumously that he was recording right when he died. Um, He was recording right up until his death. And I would actually argue that some of the best music he ever made was in the very, very, very tail end of his life. He was was focusing more on the classical composition, which is frankly some of my favorite music that he's ever made and most sophisticated, uh, intricate, uh, and even in some ways accessible. Um, less, less uh, uh, more um, instrumental less with vocals uh, so it had less of a narrative um, so I would say actually no he was really exploring and growing um, I mean he went way too early so you know, I think he would have he ended up in this, chap- this whole other chapter uh, he was constantly reinventing himself and surprising people so I certainly don't think he was done
1: it's it's strange, isn't it? Though to be doing a, a a documentary about a musician and really not not focusing on the music was that a weird task?
0: No, I think it's why I got. I think it's why I succeeded in getting the family's sign off because mm. they hadn't given it to anybody else, you know. And that was my pitch. Yeah, you know, um, was God who wants to see another fucking music doc, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and. Uh, you know, it's, I don't. I think that, I think that the man is so interesting and his, his appetites were so varied. And of course, music is going to play a very big part in the movie. The movie's going to have a lot of music in it, you know, um, because he was a musician, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it just, it, it shifts the emphasis of how you're telling the story. That's all.
1: Is there, is there anything that, I'm, I'm not actually entirely sure how far in, in the, the, uh, process you are at this point, but I remember last time we we talked about deep web. You were still actually filming the the, the last scene. so It seems like no, so this is way earlier than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and just that it seems like in the you know documentary role that everyone's kind of like working up against the wall la- last minute. But is there um, is there anything so far that you you know kind of stumbled on the process that's really kind of that, that's changed your impression or that's that surprised you? Oh yeah, I mean I'm getting I'm getting hit
0: with stuff all the time. Um... You know, because it's, uh, there's, I've gotten, I've gotten, what I've gotten that no one else has gotten is access to the vault. Mm. Um, and the vault is voluminous. Um, is that, is that,
1: is that music or does that go beyond? It's,
0: oh no, it's, it's everything. And it's everything. It's interviews that no one else has seen. It's him just talking to band members. It's him just sort of, you know, pontificating on things. It's, it's, you know, the films that he made, it's outtakes from the films that he made. It's sort of artistic uh, you know conceptual projects it's music it's his family it's his kids and their work it's just voluminous and he was you know big into recording stuff and and documenting stuff and he was tireless so I'm constantly getting surprised by things I'm constantly and he's such a slippery subject you know um, that uh, I'm constantly getting um, you know shown that uh, that whatever opinion I've formed gets upended and, and you know I have to look a little deeper I have to sort of take a slightly different angle it's early so thankfully this is a good time for that and unlike Deep Web I have a lot more time to get this done I'm really spending the bulk of this first year just kind of rummaging around in the archival um, so I'm, con- yeah, I'm continually being surprised
1: uh... Well, we can end on this because I, I know you're pressed for time and it's mostly my fault um, outside of music outside of, you know, outside of the, I, I guess this is kind of the, um, the, the, the flip side of the question that, that, that I asked early on. And, and we've, we've been speaking about his contributions in kind of general terms thus far, but what would you say his biggest single contribution was?
0: Ah, oh, it's really hard to say. Um, I really don't know if I could even answer that. I mean, I think that I think that everybody has their own it, it would be so authoritarian sure. for me to say that. You know what I mean? Sure. And I do really don't want to come off like like his arbiter. Um that would just make me feel really really
1: I I, I guess bad. I guess I maybe maybe better better way of phrasing it is is just to just sort of like put this in context for people again who are just familiar with him. Um through the music, or just kind of have some some vague idea of what he did. Uh, w- without, yeah, I can answer that. Yeah. I can
0: I can say that 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 I think what people often don't realize about Zappa, except for maybe the most diehard fans, and maybe they're so bli- blinded by you know their micro examinations of every note on every record, um, is to me Zappa was a a a genius on a level of sort of great renaissance genius, geniuses, or early Greek geniuses, people that were super well-rounded, that, that were equally um, articulate, intellectual, spiritual, uh, instinctive, instinctual, so not having to run, I mean, the, using the right and the left brain on full, in full equal measure. And it's just a very rare human being. So to me, it's the it's the constellation of qualities that he had in such a high intensity and a high level of accomplishment. That is what is amazing to me about Zappa. And people, as you said, they think of him as the novelty music guy or yeah. the quirky guy who's, who, who sang satirical songs or... The kind of stoner guy, which of course is is inaccurate, but that's how he's viewed. Yeah. You know, it's like the stony music from the seventies, or you know, that guy that made annoying noodly guitar music that I never really could get into, or you know, it's 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 all of those things, and there's that's really not the picture. It's not even a, an eightieth of the picture. <laughs>
1: I love it. So, so the answer to like Zappa's greatest contribution was everything that he just did everything that he was yeah. doing everything he tried.
0: Yeah. He was a, well, he was, he was a uniquely well rounded human being, you know, uh, who, who lived in an extraordinarily cha- challenging era and, and ran towards those challenges, not away from them.
1: There you go. That's great. Alex Winter, uh, so he's got this new documentary that he's working on right now. It was it was announced uh, okay, like a month or two back, and and the minute I heard about it, I, I knew that I wanted to do uh, something around it. Uh, I, want, I really wanted to talk to him. I was uh, I and I really wanted to try to get him to convince me that I should try again with Frank Zappa. Because you know I'm I'm like I'm one of. Um, I'm sure a, a, a large swath of the population that is, has attempted to get into to Zappa's music in the past and, and has had a little bit of trouble. It's, uh, you know, it's the thing of knowing where to start and, and just kind of the, um, I, I guess, my, my relatively short attention span when it comes to these sorts of things. Uh, and, and, you know, I like a, a few of his things here there, and I just thought it would be fun to, to have a conversation with... Uh, with Alex, because um, I, I enjoyed her talk so much last time, uh, you know, talking about uh, the deep web and things like that, that I just thought it would be fun to just try to like get him to, to spend the whole time um, telling you know telling me that uh, it's it was, it's it's worth my time. But just immediately, immediately threw cold water on that. And said, you know, what? listen, this is not this is not why I'm making this documentary. This isn't my uh, this isn't my attempt to get more people into this music. This is my attempt to just show people what's just kind of a fascinating and important character he was so um still looking forward to the documentary nonetheless and very very much enjoyed that conversation thanks so much to alex for for taking the time to do that Uh, thanks to you guys as always for listening to the show i hope you enjoy this bonus episode i hope it somewhat makes up for the fact that we missed uh, a week or two in there while i was uh, while i was out in in europe and uh, if you do if you do like these bonus episodes i know they're a little bit out of the norm um i know that uh you know the the dynamics are a little bit different when I'm not just sitting in front of somebody and actually talking to them face to face. But if you do like these things from time to time, you know a little bit of a, like a, a phone interview uh, on a. On a on theme. Uh, let me know. Uh, you can send me feedback at rwellcast at gmail com. Uh, you can also, I guess, contact me over at Facebook. We've got a Facebook page. You go like the show. Follow us over there. Follow us on Tumblr. It's rwellcast com. That is the first and best place to get all of your R-I-Y-L related information. Uh, thanks to Brian, who um, I should note that since this was a bonus episode, uh, I gave him the show off. So any horrible audio problems they heard were one hundred percent mine, my, just completely. My, they were my ineptitudes. Uh, so thanks, thanks to, to Brian, um, and uh, thanks to I guess everybody at the Boyhood Podcast Network. If you like this show, there are many other fine podcasts you can check that out. Uh, check those out over at iTunes. And while you're over iTunes, you should take the opportunity to, to rate the show. Because, uh, you know, like, uh, like a little bit of feedback uh, We will be back in actually just a, just a few days With a, another uh, regular episode of RIYL.